Um, we're going to have two powerful testimonies shared tonight by, right, by some of our very own Emmaus Seoul National University student leaders. And um, the first one that I want, want to introduce up, um, <laughs> um, <laughs> guys are funny. Okay, the first one that I want to introduce up, um, she has been part of Emmaus for about a year, a year and a half now. And when I met her, two years, <laughs> and when I first, well, it's fall 2013, that's right, almost two years. And when I first met her, um, she was a very different person than the person you see in front of you today. And um, really, when I first came to SNU, she's been with me step by step. And it's been crazy to see this ministry unfold and God doing powerful things here. But it's also crazy to see the way that God has been moving in her life. And so I want to... Um, with all the pride in my heart, introduce up Deborah Yoon to share with us tonight her story. You want to stand here or up here? Mom, hi. Hi. So my name is not Deborah, it's Deborah. And <laughs> yeah, so one of my pet peeves is when people call me Deborah. And uh, <laughs> just kidding. And so everyone calls me Bora. And I am currently a senior in Seoul National University, majoring in education. And I am here to, I am a student leader, and I am here today to share my testimony. So before I begin, um, I want to um, begin, before I begin, I want to start with <laughs> a Bible verse from John chapter 8, verses 31 to 32. And it says, So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. So giving a little bit of my background, uh, I was born and raised in a Christian family. I literally grew up in the church all my life and came to college. I played the piano at my church for six years and even went to a Christian school. So the tag that was always on me was the Christian girl. So, However, with all those years living as a Christian, I never felt like I had a personal relationship with God because he felt very far away and he seemed unreachable, and it was because my Christian life and God was all about religion, and it was a set of rules, like, do this, and he will be happy, and if you do that, he will be sad, you know? And when I first came to college, the holy Christian kid was still inside me all along freshman year, and so I did party a couple of times, but I didn't really drink, and so another tag that was on me during my freshman year was the girl who doesn't drink. So they would always give me like a Coke and a Sprite, and then sophomore year came. I decided to start drinking since I was a sombe, you know? It's all about, you know, with the new, yeah, <laughs> with the new freshman coming in, you know, I wanted to be a sombe and everything, and so... I knew how to control myself at first, still believing in that Christian kid in me. 
and I would negotiate with God and tell myself that drinking is fine as long as I don't get drunk. And but then drinking naturally led to partying, and the next thing I know, I started to do it more and more. And then things got out of control.、Um, I started having more Friday, Saturday nights that I couldn't remember, and Sunday mornings missing church because I was so hungover <laughs> the whole day.、Um, I didn't even go to church intentionally because、um, something didn't feel right.、Um, I was so ashamed and guilty to go in front of God. I realized that I was living a double life. From then on, I constantly had to struggle with myself, trying to resist temptation, putting the guilt attack on myself, and not knowing how to get back up after my falls. I felt very empty and lost, and I forgot who I was. I also struggled with my image, and I was always thinking of how I would look and be treated in front of like not only boys but just generally in front of people, and how this person would think of me, how that person would treat me, and I was ignorant of how I looked in front of God. One day,、uh, I was in my room and I was like hungover, and I felt very very depressed, and not only because I was just like. Hungover, but because I literally felt I was so lost,、um, I just didn't really know who I was anymore. I felt so empty, so I randomly decided to talk to any friend who would openly talk to me about God, and that friend was Hyojin. <laughs> so I told Hyojin that I called her up. I'm like, "Hey, I'm Bora. Do you remember me?" <laughs> Cause we met randomly in a class. Hyundai Taoya Kukjeo. It's pretty popular among the IKC kids. Yeah, right. So I met her there, and I was like, "Hey,、um, can we meet up?" And we met, and I told her hey, I, that I was so confused and that I was literally scared to go to church. And then Hyojin, with her bright smile and high-pitched voice, says, "You want to go to my church? <laughs> It's in Shili." <laughs> And it's an English ministry. I was hesitant at first, but I told her, "Yeah, I would do so," and that I would call her up on Sunday morning. So Sunday morning came, and the next thing I know, I'm getting ready for church, and I call Hyo, like still nervous at that time, and I'm like, "Okay, let's go." And we go to New Philadelphia Church, and service starts with praise and worship, like extravagant worship. <laughs> And I started sobbing and crying my eyes out, because the whole time I was singing, God was telling me, "You're in the right place. Welcome back. I missed you." I oh no. <clears throat> I felt God's presence, and after that one service I attended for the first time, I was so hungry. Like not literally, but my spirit was so hungry,、uh, hungry for God. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> I promise myself I won't cry. <laughs> <Ooh> . <laughs> 
the next thing I know, I'm like starting, I started attending a large, the large groups at Emmaus. And even after finding out that at that time, Emmaus, we didn't have it at SNU. It was on Tuesday nights, plus it was all the way in Shinchon. But I was still like, I don't care. I'm down. I'm down. And so that semester, the first retreat I ever attended was called the New Wine Retreat. And in the second night of the retreat, there was an altar call with all the staff and Pastor Aaron up in front. And I went to Rona to receive prayer because I wanted to ask her more questions since she was my small group leader. And at that point, I not only was confused, but a little mad too. I was asking Rona, Rona, how can you tell me that God loves me when I have lived a double life? How can you tell me that I am beautiful when I have stains all over me? And she told me, it's called grace. <clears throat> As God's sons and daughters, we have received forgiveness from our Father through the blood of Christ. <laughs> God's love is unconditional. No matter what you do, God's love for you never changes. <clears throat> yeah, I was totally forgetting about grace and God's love in my life. I was so deceived and blinded by the world and Satan's lies that I should be ashamed. I'm not beautiful. I am not worthy. With this retreat, God personally talked to me and reminded me of his grace and unconditional love for me. I had forgotten my true identity in Christ and he reminded me of it again and just embraced me with his love. After the retreat, my life was full of joy. I was happy even at the most random times, and I felt more confident because I knew who I was in our Father and that nothing could separate me from my true identity. Of course, I did fall sometimes, but the big difference was that I knew how to get right back up. And I, got, I get straight back up and deafen my ears to Satan's eyes. It is because I know who I am. Before knowing my true identity in God, I used to rely on partying and drinking to find joy and relieve my stress. But now that I know my true identity, I find joy and peace just by being in His presence. Going back to what I mentioned in the beginning of my testimony, I said that I never had a personal relationship with God because He felt so unreachable all my life. But now I have such an intimate relationship with Him. From then on, it was acceleration after acceleration. I became a member at New Philadelphia Church, then became a reserve leader, then joined Emmaus Praise Team, and now I have been a student leader in Emmaus for two semesters. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> knowing my true identity really set me free from a lot of things, and that's when I became stronger in spirit and faith. Looking back, I think God really set me up for all of this. He turned some really foolish moments in my life around for my good and built it up for a testimony. For some reason, girls who are dealing with the same problem as I used to kept coming to me and I ended up sharing my testimony over and over. And through my testimony, they received hope, hope that they could change too, just as I have. And God brought me back to him 
and started using me powerfully in a way that I would have never imagined. And this semester, as I am on, again, on the praise team, Emmaus praise team, I am leading other people in a place of worship. And during my first semester in Emmaus and New Philadelphia Church, when I was walking out freedom and this new life, sometimes I really doubted myself or God, but this community believed in me. And my leaders kept me accountable and spoke my true identity. And look at me now. I am <laughs> leading a familia. So the truth has definitely set me free. Thank you.